I remember my first day of my new job, closing the laptop and being like, I'm so scared and impressed by these people. And I know I'm in exactly the right place to learn things that I want to learn. That's incredible. What a good feeling. And I know, like, I feel like the money and stuff and like the title, these are all like tangible things. And those are all amazing. Like you literally, like you made your money back in CCB, like, I don't know. Immediately. (laughs) Like, and, and multiple times over, right? You're listening to the Rich and Hired Podcast with Chelsea Stokes. Chelsea is a former recruiter for one of the top media companies in the world who transitioned her dream job after years of corporate burnout. Today, she's a career coach who has helped hundreds of women all over the world upgrade their careers, lifestyle, mindsets, and bank accounts. Listen in each week as she dives into the unconventional topics that can help you get to the next level of your career and life. Don't forget to rate and subscribe if you love the podcast. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rich and Hired podcast. I am super excited for this week's episode, and we're doing things a little differently. So what I've done this week is I invited one of my former clients from my coaching program, the Career Clarity Booster, to chat with me a little bit about her experience in the program And I also wanted to talk with her about money mindset. And I wanted to talk with her about this because I had a post recently that got a lot of attention. And basically, I posted this on threads. So if you aren't familiar, or I don't know threads how long (laughs) threads will be around, but on threads, I basically was talking about how our society has normalized spending $100,000, $200,000 on college, fifty dollars to $100,000 on a wedding, $50,000 on a car, but investing and investing in yourself is not normalized. And even just throwing down you know, a couple thousand is something that a lot of people are triggered by. And a lot of people understood what I was trying to say, and a lot of people didn't. And so to be clear, and I wrote this on the post, I'm not saying that those things, a wedding, a house, a a college degree, a car, I'm not saying that these things do not have value. Of course they do. (laughs) I have a car. I'm looking to buy a home. I hope to get married someday and have a wedding. And, And all these things have value. But what I'm saying is that our society has made spending thousands upon thousands of dollars on these things, a normal occurrence. And what I think should be normal is also how we spend money on ourselves in ways that give back to us. So, you know, certainly a wedding is a beautiful experience, but it lasts a day. And, you know, a car, it loses value as soon as you drive it off the lot. And so what I just am inviting people to do with this post and this idea is just to Think about the things that have been normalized for you and challenge that and just really think like, why is this normal and why isn't this? Because think of it this way. Let's just say that you put $100,000 and you invested that sum of it into the stock market. Maybe let's say you wanted to build a business and you got a business coach. Let's say you got a career coach and you wanted to increase your salary. You are going to get that money back 
oh, many times over, even if let's say you invested some of that money in therapy and, you know, making sure that you were healing yourself, you're going to feel not only a financial return, but also a personal return. And so in any case, I was like, okay, well, I can explain this, but I think it would be great to hear from a client who really understood what I was trying to say with this, who really understands money mindset and someone whose money mindset has come so far. And Sarah immediately came to mind. I worked with her about two years ago at this point, and she got an amazing role in the program. And since then has just flourished. She's gotten raises and promotions. She's even working on building her own business on the side and just so many wonderful things happening with her. So Sarah is here to really just talk about money mindset and to talk about, of course, her experience in the program right now as well. At the time this podcast is being released, we have some amazing, amazing bonuses for my coaching program, the Career Clarity Booster. So if you are interested in learning more about that, you can check out my website, chelseastokes.com. We have them posted on there. Or you can go to chelseastokes.com slash coaching because there's some really incredible things we have a couple times a year. Sometimes it's once a year. Sometimes it's a couple times. It really depends. I offer these limited time bonuses that expire. And so if you're listening right now during the time that we have them, go on, get them, grab them while you can, because they will not last. And this is something that I do every so often. So I'm super excited to be able to bring in the new group of clients that we'll have coming into the program. And hopefully this episode, if you're considering coaching and coming into a program like this, this will help you to get an inside look. But even more so, I really took the perspective that I wanted you to hear from someone and them kind of talk about money in a different way to just have their perspective. So you don't just have my perspective. And I think that money is something that we, especially as women need to talk about more. And I hope this podcast episode starts to normalize that a little bit. So super excited for you to hear today's episode and let's dive in. Welcome, Sarah. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today to talk a little bit about your experience in CCB. So we were just chatting a little bit before we started recording, and I really wanted to interview Sarah because she just understood the assignment in terms of shifting her money mindset and her growth during and post CCB was just so inspiring. And I think she is such an amazing person to chat with. If you want to just kind of hear, of course, someone's, you know, experience in CCB in the program, but also just about how to shift your money mindset in any way. So Sarah, I'm so happy to have you here today and so excited to chat. Welcome to the Rich and Hired podcast. Thanks so much. I've so been looking forward to this. I'm so excited about this podcast and what everyone can learn from you. Amazing. Thank you so much again. So I would just love for you just to do a brief little intro. Tell us a little bit about you, Sarah, who you are. Yeah, my name is Sarah Perry. I live just outside of Ann Arbor, Michigan. I joined CCB in the fall of 2021, which is so long ago now. It feels weird. Um, I've got about five years of experience in my career and I work full-time in marketing in the technology and software space. Amazing. I can't believe it's been 
like almost two years. The time we're recording this podcast is August 2023. So it's going to, this podcast will come out, I think in September or October, but that's insane. It feels like just yesterday that we were working together. Like what is time? (laughs) And so it just changed. I know. And I love that you kind of mentioned where you're from. I think a lot of people think like, oh, I have to live in a big city to make a big career change. Not that Ann Arbor is small, but I think it's good for people to know where you're from because we've had people in the program, like from all over the place. So. Yep. And with remote jobs now, I mean, my, my, my company is based in San Francisco. My coworkers are all over the place. Like it's really, the internet allows you to be anywhere and work anywhere. It's amazing. I love it. Cool. So tell us a little bit about, okay, we're going to go back in time. And I know it was a a little while ago, but it also seems like just yesterday. Tell us a little little bit about what your life was like before CCB, what your career was like before CCB. You know, what were you feeling? What were you going through? Tell us about Sarah two years ago. Yeah. So when I met Chelsea, I had done the, the unhappy job hopping cycle that she talked, that you talked about a lot. I had lost my job in 2020 due to COVID. And I had done that thing where I just kind of take the first job I get that, you know, had the benefits, had the decent, you know, pay the decent, like it was generally in the area that I wanted to be in and quickly became unhappy. It was not the right fit. Um, I was, I didn't enjoy the tasks I was doing. It was not a great cultural fit. I actually had to make some moral compromises to do that job. And it was really draining on me. It was very stressful. I lacked a lot of security and confidence in my role. I was worried about getting let go suddenly and not knowing what was going to happen. And I just knew things needed to change. Um, I also had a lot of limiting beliefs about my ability to get a better job, whether that's my actual interviewing skills, my negotiating skills. I did not know how to negotiate a salary. We can talk about that at some point as well. Um, And I knew I wanted that support in that process because it's such an important decision how you spend 40 hours of your week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I remember and correct me if I'm wrong, but you definitely were feeling like either burnt out or on the edge of burnout. And I think, yeah, any of those things, right? Like we think burnout just happens from overworking, I think often, but not being utilized correctly, you know, feeling unsafe in your job. These are all things that cause your nervous system to be unregulated that make it more difficult to job search and find something else and obviously can lead to burnout. So yeah, it was, you were definitely, I feel, I remember I just remember you sitting at your little desk every night on calls, not every night when we did calls and, uh, you were just chugging away, just trying to, you know, make this change. But, um, so, okay. So tell us then about, you know, what it was like during CCB, you come into CCB, right. You make this decision and we'll talk more about that in a minute, but what was it like, you know, doing CCB while also kind of being in this job that wasn't the right fit? Yeah, well, there's definitely a bit of a internal contrast because at work, you kind of have to play this role of I'm so dedicated to this company. I'm so like, I'm all in. I'm giving it everything I have because that's our American work culture. But then on the CCB calls, we talk about your next step and what your life is going to be like in six months in your new job. And we talk about that change. And so it is a bit of a shift toward this. Oh, yeah, this job this is my nine to five. 
and I'm moving on to bigger and better things. And so being in the program, seeing Chelsea once a week on our calls and being among a group of other women and other people who are making this change just really accelerated the pace of what I was already, the journey I was already on. Um, I tore through the modules. I remember module one, particularly about mindset, just really making a big change in my life, like putting together a morning routine, logging off work at five, setting those boundaries, setting an emotional boundary with work. Um, That was just a catalyst for immediate change is just thinking differently about my career. Um, And then I also love being able to slack with you and my assigned coach, Lexi, shout out to Lexi. Um, So whenever I was doing an interview or I had a question or I got an offer and I needed support, you were right there. And it was often both you and Lexi, you know, jumping in and giving me advice. And, you know, I was able to get an answer within a few hours on these little things to keep me going. Yeah. Shout out to coach Lexi and all our coaches. We, we have some amazing coaches in the program, but, um, yeah, it definitely is this weird dichotomy, right? Where you're like in this job, it's like you have a double life. Yes. (laughs) You're in this job and you're kind of like, okay, I'm just doing this to kind of get by. And then you're kind of in CCB. And and I think also for clients in CCB, it's like a different world in a way. Like it's very positive. It's very supportive. Everyone's going after these big goals. So did you feel like, like, tell me more about that. Like, how did you kind of manage those two sides? And obviously it sounds like it was beneficial, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you kind of managed like being in that job and then kind of being in CCB and working towards these bigger goals. Yeah. It's, When you're about to make a big shift, you're basically unavailable most of your, what you would normally give to your day job. You're basically unavailable to what you would normally give to your day job. So I was doing what was expected. I was showing up on time. I was leaving on time. I was, if I had a meeting that I had planned, it would start on time. It would end on time. There would be an agenda, right? Like, you get a little more organized and you prioritize a bit more in what really needs to get done. And then everything else goes toward making that change. Um, So were there moments where I was like, is my boss going to find out that I'm looking for a job? Sure. Were there moments where I was like, oh, like, I, I feel like a fraud. Yes. But like, that's kind of the discomfort that you feel when you're making this big change. It's, it's, it is uncomfortable, right? It's not like all sunshine and rainbows to grow into this like next version of yourself. Um, but it's worth it. I love that call out because it is uncomfortable, right? Like I try to always tell people that like, it's never going to feel easy or comfortable because you're leaving your comfort zone by making a big change, but ultimately, and and now we could talk like about after CCB, you know, all those kind of fears and things you had, right. Okay. My boss is going to find out I'm not a fraud, whatever, right. Like what actually ended up happening? What ended up happening was. They were actually planning on giving me a promotion (laughs) and I had all of the, it's, it was all in my head, this sort of paranoia, right? So that's my own insecurity in, oh gosh, like I need to have a job. And what if I lose this job? And what does that mean about me as a candidate? Um, That that's all just in my head. Uh, But what ended up actually happening was I got offered my dream job, the exact job I came into the program to get. 
And I happily resigned from the role that I was in and um, moved on and, and grew as a, as a marketer. Yeah. So tell me more about that. What were, what, what happened? Like, what kind of, did you get a salary bump? What was the role like the company? Like, you know, at that time, you know, what were you feeling? What was going on? You know, once you kind of got that job. Yeah. I remember in the role I was in when I joined CCB, I just felt like I was doing these things that had such a small impact. It was like, I would post something and like a few hundred people would see it or I would make this tweak and it would have this tiny little impact on a process. And I just knew I wanted to be on a bigger scale. I wanted to have an impact on my company's revenue, on our business strategy. And I ended up being invited into a company as a growth marketing manager, which like I said, is the title I wanted. I doubled my salary instantly, like coming out of CCB, that was an immediate (laughs) impact. Um, I was able to join a team of people who were a great cultural fit for me as professionals, as intelligent, hardworking people, as people who think about business in the way I do. Um, And it just, I, I remember my first day of my new job, closing the laptop and being like, I'm so scared and impressed by these people. And I know I'm in exactly the right place to learn the things that I want to learn. That's incredible. What a good feeling. And I know, like, I feel like the money and stuff and like the title, these are all like tangible things. And those are all amazing. Like you literally, yeah. like you made your money back in CCB, like, I don't know. Immediately. <laughs> like, and, and multiple <laughs> times over. Right. Yes. Um, which is amazing, but there's obviously all these other like intangible things too, right? Like you talked about these mindset shifts and like, we're going to talk about money mindset and all that. Right. So were there any other like particular non-tangible things that you just noticed were like, wow, I'm like, I really am noticing a big shift here. Yeah. Several things. So one, just quickly, like in the immediate aftermath of getting my new job and leaving CCB, I went into this career summer. Like I was just celebrating. I just, I remember being so proud of myself for this work that I put in and getting to a place that I had really been working to get to for years, like even before I joined CCB. And I went to New York to celebrate my birthday. My best friend surprised me there. I took myself to a Broadway show. Like I just had this moment and created this great memory of like, yes, I did that. So that was the first thing. (laughs) And then in, as I got more adjusted to my new role, I kept a lot of the things I learned in CCB and applied them to my new role. So I have had hard and fast boundaries with work since then. It's not like I joined my new role because my new role was a stretch. I was learning new skills. I was in a different environment. I was in a bigger pond. And instead of internalizing that and saying like, oh, I got to work harder. I was like, no, I'm still working from nine to five or 10 to six or, you know, whatever your schedule ends up being. I don't work on my out of office days. I don't work nights and weekends. And I don't think about or worry about work when I'm not there. (laughs) Um, I talked about before CCB feeling very insecure and like having this paranoia about getting let go. And I feel a lot more confident and secure now as an asset in this marketplace, right? I think a lot of women in particular in corporate have these feelings like I, you know, like I'm kind of like a victim of this system and like, I'm just lucky to have a job and like, 
I need to compete in this very competitive market for these jobs. And like, you're an asset, like what you, you're smart and you have time available to you and you have resources available to you that you can leverage towards somebody else's company if you want. And that's really how you can look at yourself in this market. You don't have to think like, oh, I desperately need this thing. Um, So having that confidence has also really served me since leaving CCB. Oh my God. Snaps to that. I love that, you know, the way you phrased it, like feeling like a victim of the system. And I couldn't agree with that more. I hear from so many people like, oh, my job is just good enough. Like I should be grateful. Like I have a salary and it's, you know, beyond what I expected. But what happens so often is like, yeah, you might have a salary that feels okay. And maybe it is okay. And that's fine. But you also could be making like 50 to a hundred thousand dollars plus less than you should be making. Right. So it sounds like, I mean, I know personally that you had so many shifts, mindset shifts, lifestyle shifts, but I think it's really important to call out that even if you could get the job, I think it's so important to hold the space for that job. Right. And the lifestyle changes to, you know, it's like when people win the, win the lottery and then they just like spend it all because they don't know what to do with it. Right. Like you got in that job, you were able to set boundaries. You're able to maintain that lifestyle that you wanted. And I think that that is so important. And I just love everything that you just said there. So (laughs) amazing. So let's talk about money mindset a little bit, right? So going back again to kind of like why you decided to invest in CCP in the beginning, why did you decide to make this investment in yourself? Like what led you to being like, okay, I'm going to invest money in this random girl on the internet (laughs) and make this change. Why did you decide to do that? Yeah, I would say there are three main things. Well, I, I applied for the program because I resonated with your content. And I was like, I want to get out of this unhappy job, job hopping cycle. And then I got on a call with you and talked through the change that I wanted to make. And after talking to you, I knew I was like, I was like, this is the right coach for me. This is the right program for me. I'm doing this. (laughs) So partially it was just that personal connection. So that's actually the first piece of this is like, when you hire a coach, you're you're joining a program, but you're also hiring a person to be a big part of your life. And I knew Chelsea was the right coach for me. Like we share similar values. We're both, you know, we're both very into like self-care, manifestation, spiritual things. Like just personally, I knew it was going to be the right fit, which is important. Uh, the second piece is I was 100% ready to make a change, right? And I knew I needed the support to do it. There was no other option for me other than to make this career up level. You know, I was making a, like, like you said, a decent amount of money. I knew I wanted to make a lot more. I knew what I would do with that money. I knew that 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 money would have a huge impact on my life and it has. And this making the investment in CCB was that commitment to myself and my future. And you mentioned the third piece already. Chelsea, which is the ROI is like incalculable. Like I remade the money within a month in my new job and have since been making and holding that salary and have gotten raises and bonuses and my net worth has tripled. Like it's literally like, I could not tell you what the ROI is because it was so impactful. I know that's insane. And I always just try it. Like if you were going to invest money in the stock market today, like you may not see that money back for years, right? Like it comes back eventually, but like market goes up, the market goes down. But I think just when you invest in yourself, it's a little bit more controllable. Like, it's not like you're just like, oh, I'm giving it up to like 
the stock market. Like you have so much power to get in our, whether it's monetarily or personally, like you can make that money back, babe, (laughs) like it is possible. And you're just such a great example of that. So that's amazing. And, and I want to know more about like your money mindset. So like, what was your money mindset? Like when you were thinking about joining CCB and then like, what is it like, what was it like after CCB and now? Right. I've always been very interested in investing and net worth and saving for retirement. Um, But money still felt scary back then before I joined CCB. Um, I think it was partially the fact that I had lost my job and I wasn't as confident in myself as like a money-making asset, if you want to call it that. And I didn't have as much of a safety net, which is, I think, a very important part of your how you look at money. Um, with the income that I've had and I've earned since joining CCB, I've been able to take quicker action on having that safety net and building toward that financial future. So now since leaving CCB, really, I look at money as like, once my basic needs are met, money is a tool and a resource that I use to make my life better. So whether that is investing in another program, another coach, or another course to learn from in a different area of life, whether that's getting my hair done, whether that's buying a new piece of furniture for my house, or whether that's investing that money in a retirement account, it's, it's, it's a resource and a tool that I can choose to allocate as I wish to reach my goals. Um, since leaving CCB, I've decided that I'm going to be wealthy. (laughs) I think that's another thing that people, we grow up just thinking like, we're going to get by We're you know, you get your job and you work your nine to five and you save a little bit toward retirement. And like, you're like, you're lucky, or you tell yourself you can't afford certain things. Like, I think it's perfectly okay to just decide that you're going to make money and you're going to have what you need in this life to do the things you want to do in your wildest dreams, not just, you know, your most basic visions of your life. Um, So I'm more confident in myself knowing that I could make money in a lot of different ways and it's an unlimited resource. It's a limited, abundant resource. Oh my God. I love that so much. I just decide that I'm wealthy and I agree with you. Like, I think it's so easy just to be like, well, I'm just going to be, you know, in this space. And, and I also think a lot of people think negatively about money, like money might change them. You know, if you have money, you're greedy, you're going to become a bad person. Why do you feel like you don't have that view of money? Oh, um, I know that with the amount of money that I want or the income that I'm looking for, I can show up as my best self. And I already know that when I show up as my best self, it benefits all the people in my life closest to me that I love. Right. So like if I buy, like eventually I want to buy a home, a nice home where I can host people or a lake house. And I know that if I put the effort in to buy that thing, that my family, my friends, people I haven't met yet are going to benefit from that. And that's really what, that's really what it motivates me is, well, if I could retire in my thirties, I could spend all my time with my friends and that would be great for them and me. (laughs) Um, So I, it's, I've never really had the thought that money makes you a bad person. Um, I definitely think there's some unlearning that you would need to do if you were going to go along that journey. 
Um, that's that's another societal belief, but it's really the it's like to benefit the people I love the most. Yeah, I mean, even think about like this podcast right now, like you were able to invest in CCB, get this great job change. Now you're able to help people that are listening. Like there's all these ripple effects, right. That I feel like you could scale back and like, look at all the positive things that are coming from you having money. But I definitely think there are people out there that, you know, there are just things in our society that are normalized to spend money on. And for, I think a lot of women spending money on yourself, in your career is just not one of those things that's normalized. And we yeah. were talking about this earlier, you know, like I think MBAs is like, okay, go get an MBA, um, you know, weddings, spend 30, 50 K on a wedding, no prob, you know, spend, you know, 50 K in a car, whatever, right. These things are normalized and not to say these things are bad, but could you just tell me like why, why you kind of see that difference? Cause I feel like you really grasp that. Like you really feel like it really feels like you understand like the things that you're going to invest your time and energy in that are going to get you the ROI that you want to live the life that you want. Right. So could you tell me more about like your perspective there? Because I think a lot of people feel like, yeah, there's all these things that are kind of normalized to spend money on, but they don't really see investing in themselves as something that maybe it's important to invest in. Yeah. I think it really comes down to your values and where you want to allocate your resources. So for me, I have like, I look at my resources as like time, money, energy. And I do think time and energy are two different things. And I value my time freedom more than anything else. So if I'm making decisions that are leading me toward a path where someday I can wake up every day and do whatever I want and have no consequences, I'm working toward that. And I, it, it depends on what you want out of life. So like for some folks, yeah, like I know a lot of people who want to go back and get an MBA and they want that network and they want that degree and they want the roles that you can get from an MBA. I don't personally value that. I, I went to business school for undergrad I had that experience and I know it's not something I want to invest my time, money, or energy in. And for other people, it's hugely impactful on their life and it's the right choice for them. Um, And I think it's okay to go down a path that not everyone has gone down. I don't have, like, there's no one else in my life who has come to me and said, Hey, I hired a coach to do this thing. Like, it's not that common. And I actually, there are people in my life who were triggered when I hired you and they were like, Oh, you love hiring a coach. You love having someone help you. And (laughs) I mean, that I feel like that's their interpretation of what it is. It was very helpful and beneficial to me. And if you want to go down a different path, you're going to make choices that other people may not necessarily like or disagree or like or agree with. Um, but if it feels right for you and you sit with that choice for a bit and it feels aligned, go for it the way you phrase that was so bomb, like do what feels right to you. Right. And I, and I think it's like, oh, you should do this. You should get an MBA, but do you really want an MBA? Like the way you phrase that, right. If you want to get an MBA and that feels aligned to you, then go get it. But don't go after it. If you're just doing it just because your parents told you to do it or your friends are doing it. Right. And even with coaching, right. I think there's like, you know, a stigma like, oh, well, other people are getting jobs without a coach. So you should be able to, too. Right. So, right. Right. But if, if that feels right to you, then that's, what's right for you. And it's not going to be right for everybody, but everyone's on their own path. And you are just such a great Testament to like how aligned 
you know, not to say your life is perfect. Nobody's life is perfect, but your life seems very aligned to a lot of the things that you want and is going in the direction that you want. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I want to ask, I think one more question, maybe two, but I want to know, you know, if someone is on the fence about joining CCB or even just making an investment in themselves that feels right to them, but let's say particularly for CCB, what would you say to that person? I think one of the most helpful exercises when you're thinking about making this change is sitting and visualizing what you want your life to look like particularly in six months to a year, maybe just in the long run in your dream. And nobody ever tells people to do that. (laughs) And it's really helpful and it's really powerful. Even if you meditated for a minute and thought about what you wanted your life to look like and wrote it down, is CCB, is doing CCB right now aligned with that or is it not? For me, I sat down And thought about how amazing it would be to be in the role I'm in now and to be making the decisions that I'm making now and working toward the goals that I'm working toward right now. And I was ready to make the change. So the other thing is I I did commit time and energy, like we've talked about these resources to CCB. I was spending, you know, an hour after work or I sat down on a Saturday afternoon and was doing these modules. It's a commitment. And I happened to really dive in and got everything I wanted. So I do think if you're on the fence, are you ready to make this change? It's scary. It's uncomfortable, but I couldn't imagine not having done it at this point. It's so wild to think about like, what if, like in a way it feels like you couldn't have made any other decision. Like it couldn't have gone any other way, but clearly like all the decisions you made were just again so aligned and I feel like just getting you to a place now where it's just up and up right like the growth is just unstoppable I know you're looking into maybe building a business now too a little bit a little side hustle (laughs) yeah that's the other thing is having joined CCB I'm a part of this community I'm friends with other people who were in the program when I was I went on your retreat I follow you on Instagram. I'm in your DMs every day. Like the other thing is just having Chelsea in my life. Like you really walk the walk of doing, making these investments in yourself. Like, you know, I've seen you take other courses or, you know, you're purchasing your first home, you're getting a dog, like you're making the choices that you want to make in your life. And it's so inspiring. That's part of the reason that I've also continued on this journey, even after not being like actively in your container anymore. Well, thank you. I love that. (laughs) But I do really think you are, I've heard this, I don't know who said it, but you're the average of the people you spend the, the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that applies to social media too, right? Like who you follow and you know, who's around you and who are, if it's, you know, if it's the five top people, then who are the other like 15 people that you're around? And I think there's so much power in the energy of being around people that inspire you and are living the kind of life you want to live. And that's going to be different for everybody, right? Like every person's going to have different people they resonate with, but I think that that is so powerful. And I really do feel like there's like an energetic component to that. And like being in the CCB container, like you're as close as you can get to the people that are living the life, you know, walking the walk, talking the talk that you want to do. So I love that. And I'm so glad we met. I'm so glad we've gotten to 
me in real life. And talk, I mean, we talk all the time still, even like, again, I can't believe it's been two years because it just feels like so much longer than that, but also not so long, but I really appreciate you being on today. Is there anything else you'd like to add about anything, CCB, careers, money mindset, any last thoughts? I think just the the world has a lot of messages for you. And one of the most impactful things I've done is listening to my body and what it tells me and taking care of myself has gotten me so far in this journey. So, you know, you'll hear, you'll hear a lot of advice, do what's right for you, listen to yourself and you, you, you cannot steer yourself wrong if you're truly just like closing everything else out and focusing on you. Love that. What a beautiful note to end on. Thank you so much, Sarah. I so appreciate you being on today and sharing your story. You're going, you're absolutely going to be inspiring people. I have no doubt. So thank you again so much. We appreciate you. Of course. So happy to be on. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. As I mentioned right now, we have some limited time bonuses for my coaching program, the Career Clarity Booster. So if you're interested in learning more, check out my website at chelseastokes.com or chelseastokes.com slash coaching. I'll also have links below in the show notes and I can't wait to see you all in the next episode. I'll talk to you soon.